The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors to the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts and ideas of the distributor. Just like a mouthful of sunshine. I have learned so much from you. Fresh is always better. To me, I'm just like amazed. Great for everyone. I love your advice, by the way. Amazing. Eat This with Leanne Phillipson. Have you been on an early morning flight and the person behind you is either kneeing the back of your seat or messing with their trade table and all you want to do is turn around and scream at them? (laughs) Or better yet, smack them upside the head. Or you're walking down the street and someone in front of you is hogging the sidewalk and you would just love for a lightning bolt to come out of the sky and knock them down so you can get past. Seen any road rage lately? Well, you wouldn't be wrong to chalk any of this up to the beautiful marriage of the words hungry and angry, otherwise known as hangry. Hungry! Poor food on my pile! I bet you could blame a lot of your short, irritated, and frazzled behavior on a lack of food if you thought about how long ago it was since you put food in your mouth. But is hangry a valid phenomenon? Let's get into it on this week's Eat This with Leanne, all about hanger. As the funny Snickers ad that I found on YouTube says, you're not you when you're hungry. Um, wait, hang on a minute. That does not give you permission to go get a Snickers bar for when you're hangry. Just hang on and soon you'll know what to eat when that hangry hits and how to avoid it. Does your tummy rumble when you get hungry? Or do you go from happy-go-lucky and your bubbly self to downright irritable, impatient, and just annoyed? Yep, it happens to all of us. And no, the word hangry isn't when somebody's angry about being hungry. No, 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 that's not it. It's that your body and your brain are in need of an energy surge from food to lift that mood up from the floor. You may be hangry even before you realize that you're hungry. Some people don't get that rumbly tummy like Homer Simpson or Winnie the Pooh. Oh, bother. Nor those empty stomach pains when it's been hours since you last ate. Instead, people notice that their mood has changed. And not a burst of sunshine, blue sky and rainbows kind of way. Blue skies smiling at me. Can the physical presence of hunger actually affect our brains and have an impact on our mood or perceptions or reactions? Oh yes, it can. Because it's a biochemical reaction due to the low glucose level that's in your blood that feeds your brain. So this physiological effect leads to a corresponding psychological shift when we're hungry. You're a little hangry. Hungry and angry, you hangry. What I'm trying to say is, is that the state of being hungry really can cause a lot of shifts in the hormones and the brain processes and even affects the nervous system. And while you think, well, this is just me being hungry, well, you end up with the emotions of anger, fear, and sadness. And you think, well, where's that? How's that connected? But it is. The part of our brains associated with hunger, fear, anxiety, and anger is called the limbic system. Every limbic 
components of the limbic system, not the limbo system, Chris, <laughs> work together. Uh, uh, dancing next to me. Work together to regulate some of the brain's most important processes. The reason we have emotions, even in the first place, is to help our bodies maintain balance, or the technical term, or the medical term, is homeostasis. Your brain is always trying to monitor the body and make sure that you're in homeostasis. And if you're not, it sends signals to the body that we have to shift some things, try and get back to that place of balance or homeostasis. That shift out of homeostasis, as in when you haven't eaten for a while, means that the level of sugar or glucose, which is what sugar becomes or carbs become in your blood, well, that level goes down, it decreases. When your blood sugar gets low or too low, it triggers this whole cascade of hormones, including that stress hormone called cortisol or the fight or flight hormone or stress hormone called adrenaline. These hormones are released into your bloodstream because they're trying to make up for the fact that there's not enough glucose or food to raise it and rebalance your blood sugar. It really should rely on food, but at a particular time in your day when you haven't eaten, these hormones are released because the food's not doing the job. If you're confused about what on earth is homeostasis, just really think of it as balance, the body being in balance, the body finding balance, getting to a place of being balanced on every single process and level that it knows how to do. Now that takes time. As your brain is trying to figure out the balance, you'll likely be stuck in like, I don't know, a negative mindset, more so than those who are sated. Sidebar. <laughs> sated. I've always found that a really weird word to describe. I'm full. No, I can't eat another thing. I'm sated. I'm possibly sated. Thank you, darling. <laughs> okay, sorry. I digress, but let's get back to it. Essentially, it's not just our bodies, our muscles, and everything that you kind of think of that needs to run on food. It's our brains. And when we don't have that critical glucose at the needed levels, this whole mechanism of self-control over aggression can break down and we can't filter our emotions as well as we hopefully usually do. Think of that toddler on the floor in the supermarket with a full-on meltdown. While mom and dad are standing there wanting the floor to open and swallow them up, little Jack and Jill's blood sugar is likely to have just tanked because maybe they're tired, maybe it's been a while since they've had something to eat. Maybe you've found that there are times when you feel like you want to throw yourself on the floor and just let all that emotion out. Yeah, you know, I can relate to. Eat This with Leanne Philipson. So let's talk about what can you eat when you're hangry. A typical craving or go-to when you're feeling hungry and angry could possibly be some sort of comfort food. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. The chocolate, the cake, the can of pop for some. Maybe it's cookies, maybe it's ice cream, or my favorite is chips. When you're in this state, rather than grabbing what is going to exacerbate the low blood sugar because you eat something sweet, you feel better for a little bit, and then you're gonna crash again and your mood's gonna be back on the floor in another hour or two. Try this, or any of these actually, instead. 
One of my super fast go-tos are carrots and a dip just like hummus or tzatziki. You can walk in anywhere and buy either of those if you're really just in an absolute pinch and don't have anything at home. How about you grab an apple or a banana and add in some fat and protein like almond butter or maybe some peanut butter. Sometimes I just grab a banana and I put a little dollop of nut butter on the top. Often I leave the house quickly with an apple and before I leave I just grab a teaspoon of whatever I can lay my hands on whether it's almond butter or peanut butter and I'm good to go. Holy nut butter. Love it. You want some nut butter? Yep. Perfect. <laughs> If you're someone who's always on the go and not able to pick up a snack, pack some raisins and some nuts. In my new book, Sprout Right Family Food, my recipe for the Hit the Road Trail Mix or Bite sized Fruit Balls will do the trick. Sometimes you need something sweet and those raisins will help boost your blood sugar quicker and the nuts slow down how fast that fructose is releasing. You can even just grab a piece of cheese, maybe some grapes or an apple or a pear. Or if you've got some avocado hanging around, you can grab some guacamole, pile it high on a, a piece of whole grain bread, and if you can, just top it off with an egg. And lastly, how about a handful of berries with some almonds, walnuts, or pecans? Those are all really quite quick and really doable over and above some sort of chocolate bar that you might think that you need. Myth, Myth or Miracle on today's Myth or Miracle, I want to talk about myth, miracle, and marketing. After a segment that I did on News Talk 1010 with Barb DiGiulio on her show The Nightside last night about misleading food labels, I thought, you know what? You guys need to hear about this too. In keeping with the topic of this episode, Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> Red Bull gives you wings. Energy drinks might indeed provide you with a little more energy, get you out of that hangry state, but they contain so much sugar and caffeine that it's really short-lived. Once your body works through all the sugar, processes it out of your bloodstream, a lot of people find that the next day their energy levels are just on the floor. So cue that hangry. How about M&M's? The milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hand. While the colors of M&M's with peanuts are banned in my house, I do not like colors at all. I do think that this, in fact, could be true, that they don't melt in your hands. But hey, if they're left in your kid's jacket pocket and it ends up in the dryer, all bets are off on that one. Lay's. Bet you can't eat just one. <laughs> Seriously, who has ever had just one chip? Well, not me, because I'm the savory one. This marketing, I love it because it calls out the snackathon that can happen with that bag of chips once it's opened. You might just want to get to the bottom of it. Maybe they called it and said it's reverse psychology, so it kind of almost dares you not to try to eat just one chip. Eat This with Leanne Phillipson. Why are you hangry or hungry for that matter? For some, they get too busy to eat or believe it or not, they forget to eat. I heard from two clients this week that the busy just took over and some meals got skipped. Still, I hear it over and over again that avoiding food for part of the day like skipping breakfast or lunch is going to help the fight to lose weight and lose it fast. Well, it's not going to happen. It just doesn't work that way. So eat. Eat for the sake of losing weight 
and for those around you. Even a quick handful of blueberries or scoff down a banana and a mouthful of nut butter. (laughs) Holy nut butter. As Chris loves. Almond or peanut butter will keep your hangry at bay. While some are successful with fasting for periods of hours, it honestly is not for everyone. And if hangry hits you, then I'm talking about you. How on earth can you avoid this phenomenon of the hangries? I just made that word up, by the way. I want you to eat within an hour of waking. Don't run out the door with just a coffee in your hand and no food to back it up because that caffeine high that you're going to get, you're eventually going to come crashing down from it. Take along something with you, like my blender pancakes that are in my book, to munch on on your way into the office. Soak some overnight oats in a saucepan and warm them through in the morning, but make extra so that you can do the same again tomorrow. Throw in some frozen berries, eat it at home, or even throw it in a thermos and take it to go. If you want to make something like one of my favorite recipes called overnight French toast, it honestly just keeps on giving breakfast is what I mean. I'll post the recipe along with some of the highlights that I've talked about uh, from this episode on leannephillipson.com. You can also eat a handful of nuts, like something like a hard-boiled egg is super quick, or a mitful of sugar snap peas. Like those are great anytime during the day. If you're just not going to chew anything, you can't get anything into your mouth, try my Take This by Leanne Kid Boost. It's a superfood powder that quite often I throw into my coffee or teacup. I shake it up. You can have it shaken or stirred, darling. Throw it in your water bottle if that works. And it really will give you maybe wings, (laughs) but it'll give you a boost until you can get to a point where you can have some real food going in. Lunch needs to happen and so does dinner. But if you look at the timing of it, really try to keep most of your meals and snacks within about three or four hours of your last meal. Even if you're on a weight loss mission, please think about eating it off instead of starving it off. Truthfully, it can be done. Little things like eat your meal off of a smaller plate so you don't feel deprived because that deprivation of food while you're trying to lose weight is only going to end you up in the depths of hangry. And I don't want to gloss over what I just said when I said eat it off because that might have just blown your brains and you're thinking, I need to hear more about that. So it's maybe something that I'll touch on in an upcoming episode. Food is so important for your mood. The right food, the wrong food, not eating, eating too much, all of it has such an impact. I can't, I I mean, I hope from what I'm telling you today, you start to understand that so much more. If you don't eat, that homeostasis is thrown right off. We'll get into metabolism and how that affects things, but please just know that eating keeps your metabolism going. Not and stopping because that's what happens when you're not eating enough. So if you're in this situation of feeling hangry, feeling up, feeling down, look at your diet. I mentioned in another episode about sending me your comments and your questions as well as leaving a review anywhere that you or stars I guess wherever it is that you that you're listening to this. So here are a couple of my recent interactions on Instagram. At 
at Courtney underscore Inc. is a new fan and is loving my podcast. He did ask me if my take this line of supplements are geared towards women or they're for both genders. So I replied that sure, they're for anybody, young, old, small, large, no matter what the age. At Petty Michaela, she said that she loves my podcast and thanks me for all my sound and well rounded advice. I am so thrilled to read those comments because I put a lot of effort and a lot of time into putting these together for you guys. And hearing that just, it just keeps me going. Honestly, thank you so much. And so many people have been telling me that they keep sharing it with other people. You must listen to this. You must listen to this. Or someone's at the gym and they're listening to me. A client the other day told me that she listens to, to the podcast three or four times a day and she makes notes. Wow. I am so... <laughs> Wow, like that, it just it touches my heart so much. So thank you so much. Always reach out. I love, love hearing your comments, whether it's uh, on iTunes or whether it's on leannephillipson.com or social media. You'll find me on Instagram at leannephillipson and also Sprout Twitter is at Sprout and Facebook. You can comment at leannephillipson nutrition or on Sprout Facebook page. Listen up, reach out, and please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time. Oh, 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 oh,